What's up, rollers and listeners? So, this segment about what you should do next, what should you should try next with your rollers. So, this season, you know, pretty much has come to an end for most of us. Um, not all of us, but some of us, especially those that are not flying the national fly or the NCF fly this season because of the late scheduling. So, when you watch your birds this year, we hope, hope you pay really good attention. Hope you took down notes on pairs. Where you're going to keep them, uh, make them again, get rid of one, um, switch mates. All that stuff is important when you're doing your breeding, getting ready for your next year's breeding. So, some pairs may have you some good spinners, but they didn't work hard. Some may have had some good hard workers, but they land early or quit, or they didn't have the quality or speed you want. And it's up to you to figure out, or hope you figured out which bird you think it was coming from. Unless both birds are new to the breeding program, you should have an idea which where it came from. So, any bird don't get what you want, or at the degree you want, you should exclude it from your program, right? So a lot of guys have been bringing new birds, trying this and trying that. Now, what you can't do is when you do this, is ask for perfection in a cross. Because, you know, a cross will give you anything between the bird you bring in plus the birds you already have and anything in between. Sometimes you might go all the way to the left and not give you no trace of neither parent in that first generation that people call F1s. Now, if that happens, I don't keep none of the babies. If they don't give me nothing that, that compares to the mother or the father in relation, like uh, any consistency with them, I won't keep it at all. Keep them babies at all. I will break the pair up. I'll either switch mates or exclude the new bird altogether. That's what I would do. You should consider doing the same. Um, now, once you get these birds that you like, or they show some evidence of the mother and father traits now now you're getting somewhere because the whole purpose of doing that is to get the best of both you know what I'm saying but now if you get the the best of the cock or and the worst of female maybe you should question the female because the female a lot of stuff she passed to her her, her, her offspring is not pretty much the role part it's everything else the other stuff if she's going to be a good parent, a good kidder, um, stability, all that stuff plays a real big part in the hen. Frequency and or lack of frequency. Depth, sometimes usually comes from the cock side most time in the breed, most of the time, not all the time. So you got to take that into consideration when breeding these birds. You, know, you can't expect all the time to get the exact same results that the person you got the bird from because you put it into a whole different bird. And you got to keep that in mind when you're doing this. So I will choose wisely when you're bringing in birds. So as for me, me and Dave Henderson talk a lot about breeding and stuff like that. And he said I should take the offspring 
lifted off my hands with the crosses back to my cocks and the loins off the South African hands back to the South Africans, whether it be hand or cock. But what I'm doing is I'm going to do, do some of both. I'm going to take the hands off his South African hands back to some of my cocks and vice versa. I'm not bringing in that many cock birds, period. So I think it's... I bring in one. It's going to be three. Because three... Yeah, it's going to be three of them. I already got their mates already pick, picked out. Pre, they pre-selected. Um, all this is trial and error I'm doing. So I'm doing a few pairs. But the as far as across the Lisa project, they're working out pretty good. I'm pretty much satisfied with what I got for the for this first generation. The one they call the F1s. Um, so far, well, I'm gonna get back to you, with you on that. Hold on. Okay, I'm back now. So the ones I'm really expecting a lot from is gonna be the F2s. The F2s are gonna be the, the ones that's gonna tell me a whole lot. Oh, how I put the birds down because I'm going both ways. I got 16 pair in the loft, and I'm gonna have another eight pair to play with, maybe 10, but eight for sure. Um, that's that's approximately, um. Two to four pair less than what I did this year. Two to six pair, because I have a lot of little side cages. Two to six pair what I did this year. Lower. I think as I get lower, once I get down to 24 pair, then I pretty much have everything kind of figured out. But right now I'm going to have to do a few more. Maybe some some pure South Africans. Um, I'm going to make some pure ones, because I don't Honestly, I don't think that South African birds need my birds to do what they're supposed to do. I don't think they need my birds. And the only thing difference when I think use my birds is probably a little bit more velocity maybe and type. But I don't think I think them birds are roll just fine, decent enough without them. That's why I can't understand why some people say they don't have a style they're talking about, but I haven't seen what they're talking about. I haven't seen it with the crosses I'm doing. That's why I can't speak for nobody else. You know what I'm saying? So. All I'm saying is, you figure out what's your, what, you, what you're doing. And when you, when you the birds you're bringing in, why are you bringing them in? You know what I'm saying? Why are you bringing them in? Why are you really bringing them in? Because everybody else doing it? Or because you saw something in those birds? Because these questions people ask me when I bring in the South African, why are you bring those in? What you expect to get out them birds? What trait they will be that you don't already have? If you've watched my birds fly with the last year or two, you can see what traits they lack and that they used to have. Especially if you've seen my birds before. You can see what traits. You're going to ask me that question, you already know. Um, but most of the guys today that fly didn't see my birds when they were before. Only person really seen my birds like they were before really got a chance to really see them was probably G-Wheel. I'm going to see out here. 
hardly nobody out that's flying right now in our area. Seen my birds, new. Uh, Pablo Green, I seen them. Uh, hardly nobody hardly seen them during kid competition. They never really seen them. But if you see, if they see them, then they know it's a big difference as far as the breaking power. It's way different in the frequency. Am I got better spin? I think when I um, went toward the better spin. I lost some of the performance traits like the collective rolling and the frequency of the collective rolling. The birds look better, they spin better. They always did kit. Um, they fly a little higher than they used to too. My birds never used to fly, they stay right in your face the whole time. So I guess all that's playing a part. Like they say when you breathe for something, you lose something else. But I get it. I really, I really get it. But so, but I'm bringing in birds to make for a specific reason. I suggest you do the same thing if you're gonna bring them in. Make sure you have a reason to bring the birds in. Don't just do it just for the sake of doing it. And don't get caught up in that. I don't need to cross over my bird, but you ain't scoring nothing. You ain't doing nothing, but you gonna need to cross them. Some dudes say some of the stupidest. I'm satisfied birds. So you satisfied getting 25 points or less? Come on now, knock it off. I can see I'm satisfied with my birds, but I'm not. I'm satisfied with their individual performance sometimes and, and their quality on, on some real good days. But yes, overall, no. That's why I'm trying to do something different. And I'm breeding off, breeding my, putting my birds down a little different. Even the ones that's not cross. I got a lot of good ones this year. The, the problem is not breeding. The problem is keeping them. That's the problem I'm having right now. So I'm, I know what I'm gonna do. I gotta pause for another break. I gotta pay some bills. Okay, I'm back. So, you know, just go with the flow. Watch your birds. Pay attention to what's going on with your birds. Really pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Um, when your birds are good, you ain't gotta talk about how good how good they are. You ain't gotta keep telling people they're gonna do this. Watch this. They, you ain't gotta keep saying that if your birds are really good. They're gonna, t- they're gonna show and tell themselves. We ain't got to tell nobody nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, when you go in that loft again, like I always tell you guys, select. When you selecting, you gotta know why you selecting this bird. What's the purpose of this bird of selecting this particular pigeon, right? And when you breed these birds, you gotta have an, an expected outcome. It gotta be something you're expecting to get when you do these maintenance. You can't be breeding just for the sake of the birds just rolling. No, especially in competition. It gotta be a specific outcome you're looking for. You know, you do you put your nose tell them if they did it or if they didn't do it, where they lacking, where their strengths are, and then you make your assessments then. Do I need this bird back in the loft? The two birds I knew I needed for my loft, those in my kit. One was in my kit since 21, one was in my kit since 22. Both of those birds are gone now. Two hens. You know what I'm saying so. But I can make, I can put the pairs back down. Hopefully, I get two some more that's good as those. But we'll see, cause they're going. Original pairs are going back down. But I don't want to draw this out any longer. So when you make them selections, know why you're making those selections. Whether it's a cross or some you know, your in-house breedings, know why you're doing these maintenance. Write down what you expect. Sometimes take notes. Keep a journal. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff will come 
proved to be so important later on. Just take my, just take my advice. Keep notes when you're selecting. Know why you select selecting a bird, and know what bird you kind of pretty much want to put it to when you select it. All right. So we ain't gonna hold this too much longer. I'm gonna call it some quits. So what are we gonna do? Our process what? We're gonna select. We're gonna breed. We're gonna fly. We're gonna select again. We're gonna repeat. Keith Nunder, Roller Bender, out. Peace.